Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's been five days since my last episode upload. Good morning. It is currently a little bit past nine o'clock here. And I hope you guys are having a wonderful morning. I don't work until a couple more hours, so I'm just up relaxing, painting my nails and jamming out to music and figured, hey, I'm going to hop on and record another episode because I love my channel. If you're new to my channel, hello, welcome, thank you for clicking on and I encourage you to go down to my other episodes recorded thus far. You won't be bored and I will meet you back up here where you can finish this episode and continue on with the others. I just completed, not just, but this past week, I did a six-day work week, which was the week prior to last. It was that Saturday up until last Thursday. I had Friday off, worked Saturday off Sunday, and then here we are. I worked yesterday and I worked today. The work week went by quick and not so quick. I did have a few disagreements and arguments with certain people, got over them, got busy, had a holiday during that week, work week, and by the end of it, I was just tired and over it. (laughs) I couldn't really even enjoy one of my two days off, which was Friday. I was tired. I laid down, recuperated, re-energized, went to my family's house late at night to accomplish get some laundry accomplished. Otherwise, I would have been totally screwed for this new work week and spent the majority of my morning and afternoon Saturday over at my family's house and then did a work day and was off Sunday, which my boyfriend came over. That is a usual, typical Sunday together. And it's very good because that man is wonderful and I enjoy and love him so much, as well as my family. I got good people behind me, good, supportive, wonderful people. And, you know, I just, I'm so grateful and thankful, which is the same thing. I don't know why I did that, but it's cool. I'm not taking it back. (laughs) Um, Just very happy. I'm in a good place right now. Things are going great. Granted, you know, there are some ups and downs and annoyances and little things that kind of not necessarily get to you, but you're just like, ugh, you know. But you get over them. With each and every day that comes and goes, I've learned to kind of lay it out there and to try and direct my annoyance or anything that's not necessarily negative, but not positive. I try to see the best out of each situation and it it ends up being a good time. And it's not like, oh, all butterflies and rainbows, but it's tolerable and you get over, you know, that crazy day or moment that you are in at that time in your life. And mine, majority of the time is while I'm at work. But hey, it's cool. I'm making money and I'm grateful. I'm able to live here in this apartment where the majority of the time I'm recording uh, podcast episodes. So it's good motivation to keep keep that money train going, you know. Uh, here locally in Utah, the state that I live in, there has been a lot of sex trafficking 
children trafficking pornography slash trying to meet up with children to have sex with them, but it's really cops, you know, that's how they track them down as sex offenders. And it's mind-blowing to me because in the city that I currently reside in, that have lived in all 35 years of my life, apparently it's really bad here. And I am so sick when I hear it. Uh, They did an arrest Okay, so this past Friday, I was looking up, you know, articles from our daily newspaper that have Facebook page, you know, so you're able to view the newspaper clippings online. And just the Utah County Police Force Task Force, they have this thing that's specifically trained to to see those type of people, right, and to track them down and all that stuff. And they did 41, I repeat, 41 arrests just this past freaking Friday. Whoa. Like, seriously? Guaranteed, I probably went past at least a good handful of them at any store that I was at or even at my own place of employment. It makes my stomach turn that people think they have the right to do that. They they have, you know the right which they do not and it's very sickening to me i know it's happening all around the world even uh and i just don't know it makes me sad it makes me sad because there are at this very moment in time as i'm recording kids and women and just who are in those type of situations and they can't get out of them And, you know, people, family, loved ones, significant others who are putting posters up and who have been mourning their absence and and putting out hope and and wishing that they could come home, you know, thinking maybe they had run away when in reality, maybe they did fall victim to trafficking, you know. Uh, I just cannot stress enough, and I've talked about it in previous episodes, to please be mindful of your surroundings, to always look around and and watch your children. If you don't have children and you're an aunt or, or an uncle, I'm an aunt of 18 nieces and nephews, one of which who is in heaven. Beautiful angel, she's watching over us, I know that for a fact. But when I'm with any of the kids in public places, I watch them as if they were my own children. I have had a situation recently that I've talked about once again in one of my episodes of just random strangers, a random woman just coming to sit next to my nieces as they're waiting for me to get off and I'm gathering some food to take for them, you know which obviously my nieces can't come over the counter of my place of employment and I just have them sit at the nearest table and lo and behold there is a grown woman just right there thinking she has the right to come and try and talk to them like I approached it I killed that situation super quick and put that lady in in her place as far as approaching underage girls like that without their knowledge of knowing who that person was and I work with the public. Whenever I see children running to the restrooms by themselves, the kids, you know, the parents probably in Playland to get their own free time away and opportunity for the kids to go and kill energy, which I totally am for. I mean, if you want your kids to go and 
get out all their wiggles while you enjoy and kind of be on your laptop or be with friends. You know, I've seen that time and time again. You got to be mindful. Take them to the restroom because there are exit doors right next to, you know, the restrooms in my place of employment where grownups could be in there as well. They see that opportunity. They could take the kids and the poor parents wouldn't even know. The playland is an indoor playland, but it's very separate and away from the restroom where you're unaware of what's happening. If I'm there and I'm up front and I'm aware of that, seeing kids go to the restroom by themselves, I will go in there and make sure that, you know, I'm pretending to look to see if it's clean and if I should send somebody to sweep or whatever. And I'll just kind of look under, like just peek under and not all the way where I'm like a creeper or anything, don't get me wrong, but I'll look for feet. And I'll just kind of look down, and if I just hear the kids, you know, in one stall, which obviously kids will be loud. And if I hear it, then I won't even bother looking for feet, you know. But if I know there's somebody else in there, then I'll just kind of wash my hands and make sure they're safe. And like I said, there's no peeking or peering under, under. I'm no freaking creeper. I am the most protective auntie you'll ever come across. But I'll just want to hear and kind of... Be in tune with the surroundings because, again, you never know. And being my niece is being approached like that just recently it is the example and the motivation to continue to do what I do for many years. Um, also, uh, drugs here. There have been a lot in Utah as far as medicine, over-the-counter drugs, you know, a lot of deaths, I think, in the past 10 years, it was like over 10,000. I don't know the exact number, but the past 10 years, it was in the 10,000 mark. And that right there also was very scary for people to be giving, I think the proper word is opioids. I don't know how to properly say it. I probably sound like the biggest idiot right now. Uh, Opioids. O-P-I-O-D-S, I I think it is, but medicine, okay. Um, Please be careful with that as well. Leaving strong drugs if you were hurt or in an accident, you know, and you have those counter drugs that you get from your doctors, put them away if you're an adult. Don't let your kids get into them, teenagers, you know, Talk to your kids, be involved, be be very well aware. I don't know, I just, I don't have kids, so I can't tell you what to do, you know. Like, as a parent, that's a very big responsibility that even 35-year-old me at this moment is not prepared for. But I, I know that I'm very experienced <coughs> as far as helping out with my nieces and nephews how important it is to be very communicative and to be very in their lives. Let them know if anything happens in your life, if you're going through things, you can come and talk to me always. I will not talk down to you. I will not judge you. I will be here. And that's the kind of image and example that has been going on and is still going strong with all of my nieces and nephews. And so... The oldest being 15, she'll turn 16 in September, which is mind-blowing to me. I've got three, two two nephews and one niece turning 13. You know, two nephews who will be 
15, I think the other nephew who is a year, who is younger than my oldest niece, um, he'll be 16 as well this year. But, you know, the point I'm trying to get across is to be very active, man. And I know it's hard. We work, you know, as parents. I don't know what you guys do as well. But, you know, our lives are hectic as it is. And I know just kids being kids. And it's hard to... to <clears throat> do a full day's uh, work and then come and do a full day's uh, parenting, which I don't know. Like I said, I don't have the experience in that area and I don't know what to tell you or, or advice to give you, but just be there. Be there, man. It's so important to see that amount as far as kids uh, being sex trafficked, um, human trafficking in total, women, me, I could be one, you know what I mean? But I'm so cautious when I go out in public. I'm so well aware, and I try to remain that way as far as looking around and knowing, you know, my surroundings, really. Um, so, yeah, that was very interesting to me yesterday we, you know, I was carrying a full day, a normal work day's hours, and I had my family, a couple of my sisters, I have three older ones, two of them, and my mom came and had lunch over at my work, and, you know, some of the kids were there, <clears throat> and during that time, there was an older lady, just a random lady. She was probably late 40s, early 50s, uh, came up to the front counter area, and behind her was what looked like maybe a 17 to 19-year-old kid. Um, she was just screaming, I need to talk to the manager. Where's the manager? And I was the one during that time frame up front. I went up there, and she was like, I quit, and I'm never coming back, and I, you're going to be screwed, and blah, blah, blah. I never met that woman in my life. And I was caught off guard, but I just said, "And who are you, you know? I know she was trying to make a joke, maybe, because after she had said that, they ran out the door like little five-year-old kids. Random much? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then, you know, as I'm getting ready to wrap up my day, my little niece, my namesake, who is five years old, she'll be six in May, I was grabbing her a little ice cream and fries, or a smoothie, rather, and some fries, and I was, you know, McDonald's, they have kiosks, they have screens where you can place your own order and make your own payment, you know, what people like to say are replacements, which would never happen, I mean, it's there to help, but I don't think it's going to replace all our jobs, to be honest, um, but we'll see. I mean, it is what it is. If that is the case, we'll see. Tell that I'm still employed and getting paid. Uh, but I'm clocked out at this time. And that was around, I want to say, 5.15. No, I had to say a little later because my boss asked to do a bank deposit for her so that she could go home early. I've had run-ins with my boss. I get annoyed with my boss. I'm frustrated with her. And yet when she needs help, I'm there. And that's who I am. You know what I mean? So if she needs it because she has to go home early for her kids, I'll do it if I'm available, you know. So yesterday I was, and I think I went home around 6.45, almost 7 o'clock, instead of my usual 5 o'clock. But 
I'm over there, and I see an ex-co-worker that we used to work with in the past. He's a short little Mexican guy, and he came up around to the kiosk where I was placing my order. He's like, hey, chica, and I'm like, hey, how are you, chica, meaning girl in Spanish, for those of you who don't know. And I'm like, not much, you know, and he comes around and is like, what are you going to buy me? First of all, no. Men like that, and they're not even men. I'm going to say boys like that are so irritating to me. He comes and tries to get free food all the freaking time, and I tell them, no, you cannot. Uh, Little moochers, you know what I mean? That's like offensive to the boys because boys don't know any better until they grow up, you know, and you teach them well, whatever. So I'm like, uh, I don't know, do you have money? And I just was continuing my order, right? Long story short, he went and sat down again, which was near the kiosk machine that I was currently placing my order at. Well, a friend of his, which I have never seen before, came around the other side, and I did not know he was speaking with me. But he came and was like, hey, you, hey. And when I finally realized he was talking to me, I turned around and I'm like, what? He's like, hi, my name is, and I don't even remember his name. I was in the mode of, I need to get the heck out of here. My boyfriend was at home at my place during this time, which I told him I was going to get off by 5.40, 5.30-ish. And I ended up dragging because that deposit was a big pain in the butt. But um, uh, yeah, so long story short, I was in this mode. He has to go to bed by 9 p.m. in order to get some good rest to leave early from my place to his work, uh, 4.30 in the morning to be exact. So I was in the mind frame of just hurrying the heck up, right? So this kid, and he's like, yeah, my name, and I'm like, yep, I'm Pineapple, which is my nickname in my header of my podcast channel. They call me Pineapple, and this is my corner. I was like, yep, I'm pineapple. You know, he had his hand outreached and for a handshake. So I did. I gave him a little handshake, which oddly enough, my boyfriend and I were, before I go further with this funny story, we were listening to a YouTube channel where they were actually talking about uh, men and boys in particular, the style of of each characteristic there is one who is very loud basically like a douchebag type of version guy who is an alpha male thinks he can rule the world and whatever then there is the the guy pleaser who says yes to everything just to to avoid confrontation and all you know they had really legit characteristics right and then they even came down to the handshake right so depending on your handshake you want to make sure that your palm the palm of your hands are facing downwards and never upwards so if you go for a handshake you know you got that typical side by side right but if a guy comes to you and handshakes you and his palm is facing downwards that means he thinks he's stronger than you or tougher than you also eye contact if you're a male you never want to look down on the ground if someone's talking to you you look at him face to face or you look up for only a split second but look up and then straight back to the person you were communicating with right all really crazy things but i've seen time and time again so my boyfriend and i were like what that's pretty legit and you know the day after that he said he went to work and was kind of like looking at all the guys and their mannerisms and all that but 
going back to the the story at hand uh the guy uh, reaches out for a handshake and i grab his hand right and my palm is downward and he was very just like oh <laughs> and then he's like can i have a hug and i'm like not unless you want to get hit in the nuts then yeah and then he's like oh my goodness and i'm like yeah no i don't do that so thanks bye he goes around to the table where that ex-employee that we used to work with was at and starts to laugh and say, oh, my gosh, I like that girl, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, this girl's in a relationship, and I don't do no PDA hugging. I'm Polynesian Tongans. That's one thing I love about my ethnicity. And if you do, you love hugging and holding and stuff like that. I'm not dogging on you guys or like what am I trying to say that's like a nickname we used to say do a long time ago dogging like making fun I'm not making fun of you guys or disrespecting you guys in any way if you're into that public display of affection all the more power to you but that's not me it never has been my ethnicity we never do that my mom and dad never hugged each other but the love was obviously there seven kids you know and they loved each other very much. But Tongans, Polynesians, Tongans in particular, I am 100% Tongan. We don't do that. So I'm like, you know, letting that guy know, giving him a little schooling on me as a person. And then I tell that idiot ex-employee that we used to work with, I shouldn't call him that. But again, if you're a moocher, and what are you going to buy me as if you think you're cool enough to do that to me? You're not a cousin or a really close friend of mine where we can joke around like that right so I'm like you need to check your boy man let him know I was a little cocky one would say but at the same time I don't do well with ma uh, males that do that and think they have the right to do that especially if you don't know me I've grown up with two brothers I have three in total but two within my age range I have that experience in, in being able to handle a guy you know what I mean and so it's just funny and then also working with the public in general it's a pain in the butt I always stress about it and I'm annoyed with it but in the long run you know if we're being 100% real it has helped me so much with my self-confidence it has helped me in being able to handle weird, odd situations like I just shared with you guys. Um, I just thought that was random, too. All in one day, a lady yelling, I quit, and she isn't even employed with us. And then this guy asking for a random hug, and you don't even know me from Adam and Eve. Like, no. Check yourself. <laughs> um, but I finally got home to my boyfriend, and... It was a great night. I vented to him. I'm like, oh, that deposit that I spoke about and the lady and this and her, you know. Um, there is one co-worker of mine. He's he's still new. Not necessarily brand new, but he's a new worker. Um, he's not your perfect employee. He's got a lot of questions. And, you know, it's it's very hard for him to just grasp one thing and that one thing only. <clears throat> For the longest time, I was frustrated with him, but I treated him like any other coworker. You know, I was making sure that I trained him and, and um, very hard on him, but not in a bad way. Not like, you know, go the heck home or swear at him. No, like I'm a manager in manager mode with him like I am with everybody else. Um, long story short, 
I found out that he goes to school with my oldest niece, who I was telling you guys earlier, he, she will be 16 in September. Well, she has autism, and it's not a severe case of autism. She's able to communicate. She loves going out, you know, dressing up and talking. She even had a boyfriend, which last night she texted me and said she had to break up with him because come to find out he's two years older than her instead of one year older. Like, he lied. And I'm so proud of her for recognizing that uh, and knowing that and breaking up with him. And I guess he's trying to win her back and say, no, I'm really 16, when in reality he's almost 18 and that senior in high school and she's a freshman right so I'm so glad she has that confidence and that consciousness to know that that's not right and that she's looking for somebody in her age range which heck I didn't even start dating until I was like 21 <laughs> so this girl is something else she is the oldest of the little the nieces and nephews um when they were younger I used to call them my little peep circle right and now I'm like my little, but not so little peep circle. And there's a reason why she came first. She's such an energetic, spunky, sassy girl. And I wouldn't have it any other way. She looks exactly like my brother, who is a year older than me. And that is her, his daughter, right? The oldest. So come to find out that this particular, you know, co-worker that I'm talking about, this crew member, uh, has classes with her and she's autistic so she has normal classes you know as one would in high school but they are not necessarily special ed because she does not want you know being that she has autism she does not want that being held or labeled with her she's all about I'm I'm who I am and and I autism is a part a part of me but not me. And I love that about her. Like I said, I'll say that all the time and I'll never bring it up that she's autistic. You know, her, her dad, my brother, um, always makes sure, you know, she's treated like a princess and she can be very crazy at times. But then again, what teenager is not, you know what I mean? It's my niece and I love her. But I found out just recently, a couple days ago that, or last week rather, <clears throat> that this particular crew member actually has classes with my niece. And when I heard that, I just broke down and cried yesterday when I was talking to my boyfriend um, because I think he does have special needs as well. He's a special needs kid, but he is able to work and function and talk and communicate, you know? So it made made me... It humbled me. It humbled me to the point of we don't know people's situations, so we got to be very mindful uh, with anybody that we come across. You know, some people may come off as really mean and rude and cruel, but they don't know, not necessarily, not necessarily they don't know any better, but they don't know any different, you know. And so and before you go and judge people and get angry and mad and annoyed, find out their life, get to know them. And <laughs> my niece came one day last week and was like, hey, James, you know, that's his name. And he's, he's like, hey, Aita, how are you? And I was just mind blown. And ever since then, I've had a more bigger patience, a more deeper understanding, and I don't get mad at this kid anymore. Granted, you know, if he does do things, I'll be like, hey, James, you know, let's go, or, or come on and help me with this, whatever the case may be. You know, I want to not single him 
him out just because of his special needs. You know what I mean? I want to be like a normal workplace. That way he can grow and learn and get to know. He even told me, you know, I am one of his favorite managers. And so that was interesting to me as well. Um, but yeah, other than that, guys, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. I'm approaching the 30 minute mark and it's about almost 10 o'clock here. It's 35, 25 minutes away. I got to finish painting my nails and slowly get ready for work. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Know that you guys are loved and with all the craziness in this world and the topics I brought to your attention, uh, let's be a part of the solution and it could be as easy as being a great example to anybody and everybody you come across. Watch out for your loved ones. Be mindful, careful, protective. You see something weird and odd in public, react upon it. Don't do it in a bad way. Uh, alert the proper authorities, you know, and let them know. Let them take care of the situations. Uh, be mindful. Look around and know, you know, that we all have purposes in life and that we're so important and it's so, so I just cannot stress it enough, important to watch our beautiful children, let them grow and live a life, you know, have a wonderful childhood like we did. We were able to, you know, everyone who is listening and tuning in, let them have the opportunity to do so as well. I pray and hope that, you know, each kid that is lost in this trafficking and or has faced, you know, unfortunate, untimely deaths because of it, that... There is love and comfort and nothing but just positivity around their loved ones and, and them. You know what I mean? I cannot stress that enough. And human trafficking alone, women, please watch out as well. And just know with all the craziness in this world, this world is beautiful as well. There's so much to be grateful for and happy. And you know what I mean? I'm not trying to instill fear or or any negative thoughts, but only to educate and kind of share what I've learned with just my state alone that I live in, you know? So try with each state that you guys are in to, to know the numbers and be aware of the cities and the people in your areas, you know? So with that being said, I love you guys and I appreciate all of you who listen in and hopefully I get to see you guys back here soon. I got to get back in the groove of things. I love this podcast channel. I'm proud of it. Come July, I will be doing it for a year officially. And so with that being said, I love you guys. We'll talk to you soon.